What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Dad Needs to Talk. I am your host, Robert. And today, we're going to be talking about how far will you go for your creativity, friends, and family. So let's get to it. What's up, y'all? We are back for another episode. As always, if this is your first time here, then welcome. But if you're a returning listener or watcher, then welcome back. We are here for another week and another opportunity for some great conversations here on Dad Needs to Talk, where it's all about fatherhood and family, manga, anime, video games and all things life in general so yeah so i hope everybody out there has had an awesome week slash weekend um yeah i don't know you know kind of kind of been in in a little bit of a weird headspace the the last few days really really the last week you know um i I think it's just been a mixture just like so many things just happening you know kind of like culminating all together all at one time so you know kind of going through you know a a, a little mixture of uh you know different life changes and just just a lot of just different stuff just going on um you know because like 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 i mentioned last week last episode um I made I made the transition from uh, being a contractor at my job to being a full time internal employee, and so of course, <laughs> you know, tons of headaches that that go along with that stuff, you know, because just just a lot of just <laughs> just a lot of headaches and stuff, man, because you know a, a lot of stuff that I had access to whatever, like, like last Tuesday, I guess, um, when they flipped the switch and was transitioning me over, like it, stuff got all types of jacked up. Like I lost access to certain network shares and files and photos I couldn't touch no more. Um, got that fixed. Then found out, I think it was Friday that I lost access to the ticketing system. So I couldn't look up any ticket stuff. So that put me back there. There earlier today, found out I lost uh, access to be able to log into a specific type of type of uh, machine at work. So that was another thing that's getting worked on now. So, <laughs> so yeah. So like I said, work work was just a whole weird ball of wax, you know. And yeah, you know, and and, and I feel like uh, I don't know, you know, I I, I will say, you know something I'm not going to touch on too much or whatever but like another thing is kind of like messed up just like maybe not messed up but just kind of like shook me a little bit um over the weekend I received the unfortunate news that uh one of my teachers from college had passed away um in a in a very unexpected way um and I'll just kind of leave it at that um 
but you know just hearing hearing of that situation and stuff you know it just really i don't know you know just you know anytime you're dealing with loss death anything like that you know just kind of you know just 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 sometimes just makes you think about just different things um you know, not not just in relation to that person, but just, you know, kind of like reflecting, reflecting on your life in general. And, you know, I'm not going to try to, you know, not going to try to not get too, too sappy or whatever. No, up here up in front. But, um, but yeah, but so, so, you know, for, for this episode, I'll just say, you know, things will kind of will flow a little differently this episode. Um, cause you know, we're kind of getting towards the end of the year. And I do have some awesome stuff planned. Um, I already have, hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm not going to say 100% what's going on, but I'll just say, hopefully, if things go as planned, the last episode of this year and the first episode of next year, hopefully happening, you know, back to back with no delays, a little to no delays. Um, I have some things in the works that I'm trying to pull together for that episode, for those episodes. Um and I feel, I hope and think that y'all will love them a lot. Um, like I said, it'll be pretty, pretty, pretty fun um, episodes, both of them. Um, one reflective and one kind of looking forward. I guess is this the best way I can kind of tease those two episodes. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you know, just like I said, just like with different stuff going on this past week. Uh, like I said, just like life stuff going on, things changing coming and going um so yes like i said you know we're just gonna kind of just talk and just see where things take us um you know well we're gonna cover i'm gonna kind of just like do like quick little recaps of of uh the game award stuff from some game announcements as well as like some uh some winners of different categories that i found interesting um i finished up guardians of the galaxy a few hours ago so i'm gonna touch on that a little bit um, as well as, as well as like a few anime and TV stuff and a couple, a little bit of manga stuff. Um, but like I said, probably, probably won't be like as in depth on a lot of that stuff as usual, but I feel like there's going to be kind of like a, a coincidental theme that's going to kind of run through a lot of stuff I'm going to talk about today. Um, just by chance, you know, cause a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of, episodes i watched this week a lot of manga i read this week just even the guardians of the galaxy it all kind of i feel like it all kind of ties underneath the theme of what i'm gonna talk about in a little bit of just like how far will you go for both your for your creativity as well as your friends and family um and so yeah so with that being said just like 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 one little quick thing i just want to just shout out just like you know life wise or whatever uh we had, uh, we got to see a very awesome thing, um, with, with my oldest son's basketball stuff. So, you know, I told y'all, you know, he plays for multiple teams, but the team that like really got him going, the Marlins, uh, shout out to coach K coach Kendrell. Uh, that's the team that like really got him going. And so, Basically, it was a reunion game this weekend. Um, and what I mean by that is that, so my son, he hadn't really got to play with that team for probably like over a year or so. And that meant just because of timing and distance because they, they primarily practice like 
out in like the Carrollton area, you know, whereas we're kind of more a little, little bit further down than that. And so, you know, years back, you know, it wasn't, you know, it sucked, but it wasn't that crazy for us to drive out there for practices and stuff. But just over the years, as more of my other kids and stuff, as I talked about, have gotten into doing sports and stuff as well. It's just not very feasible for us to try to go out to Carrollton multiple times throughout the week or whatever. So, but anywho, so now this season, they're coming down and playing in the Grapevine League, which is where we primarily play at. And so with that, for uh, for one of the games that he had um, this weekend, a lot of the kids from that team came, basically um, pretty much everybody from their original team. And keep in mind, my son, he just turned 13. So most of the kids on the team, you know, they're, you know, 11 to 13 years old. They have been together since they were like six, seven years old. So this is a team that's been going together for like six, seven years, you know. Um, and, and it was just very awesome just getting a chance to see a lot of the other parents again, getting to see how much a lot of the other kids have grown. Because, um, you know, because a lot of them, you know, a few of them have, you know, stuck with the team. But a lot of them have gone on to play with other teams and stuff as well, like how my son did. Just same thing, like just timing and just different life stuff is going on for everybody. But it was just so awesome just getting a chance to see everybody come back together. And they, they came through and they pulled out a, a, a pretty big uh, win, um, considering the fact that, you know, most of them hadn't. They, they It was no practice. It was just cold turkey. Just, hey, everybody show up. You know, at this day and time, everybody still had their jerseys and stuff, whatever. Show up this day and time, and we'll play. And it, it was like, you know, it was like nothing had changed. And you could see, but but things had changed because you could see the improvement in all the kids and all the players and stuff. Um, see how much everybody has grown and the different experiences that they've gained you know and other things that they've been doing been, and bringing it back to the team because i was laughing because uh because one of the parents who who used to be one of the like assistant coaches and stuff back then uh he was kind of joking about how how my son doesn't you know basically he he's growing up a lot um and, and in a sense of you know i mentioned before like my son my oldest you know he's had like sometimes you know quick tempered and you know he used to be like like when he first started he was like super uncoordinated clumsy always falling couldn't stay on his feet for nothing but everybody's seeing like how much he is <laughs> you know how far he's coming how much he's improving and stuff and so that was just you know like i said just, just very awesome just all around like i said just just that event and stuff so um, but yeah so shout out once again like i said to the team it was just a super awesome uh cheerful moment you know, like I said, just uh, getting everybody together and stuff. Um, so let me see. So from there, I'm trying to think, where do I want to go? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think because I don't think I have anything else as far as like housekeeping and stuff going on. Like I said, um, pretty much just business as usual. You should see uh, podcast episodes still going on for the, for the foreseeable future for the next, you know, several weeks or whatever. Um, I will hopefully on my YouTube channel by the end of the month have a a manga haul of all the different manga volumes I've picked up over November and December. I'll have that going up. 
and potentially another little video. Um, don't know. <laughs> I'm working on to see if I can put pull together the material for it and stuff. So, but but just know I have some pretty awesome things hopefully lined up for the remainder of the year into the beginning of next year. So, uh, so yeah. So let's go and just jump into some stuff. So just a little, a couple of little quick news uh, things I want to touch on. So first off, I want to give a shout out to the homie Silent P. Um, he just released chapter three of his uh, comic called Space Crush. So y'all probably y'all remember y'all or y'all should remember me talking about his comic a couple of times before in the past. Well, he just released chapter three over the weekend. So I read it, enjoyed it as I have his other works and stuff as well. Um, and yeah, just want to encourage y'all, hey, go go check out his comic and give it a read and go show him some love. Um, I believe, let me see real quick. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, so uh, his uh, Twitter handle is at comic book underscore P. So like I said, he also goes by, like I said, silent P. So, um, yeah, go check out, you go check it out. Space Crush. It's a space crush comic dot ghost dot io. So, yeah, go, go show the homie some love. Uh, all right, so let's move on to recapping a little bit of uh, the Game Awards stuff. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, I, I, I. I guess I'll kind of run down some of like the Game Awards winners. Uh, let me see. I'm just kind of just go through some of like the main ones. Uh, let's see. Uh, indie Game of the Year, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Uh, that's one I still want to uh, play. Um, I'm having to uh, budget <laughs> a bit more because, man, like, you know, going from weekly pay to getting back on track to doing uh, you know, every two weeks or whatever, I had to kind of like limit myself. Like, okay, I can't really buy any more, no more frivolous spending on any more manga and stuff, which saddens me because, uh, real quick, slight tangent, I found out <laughs> two things this weekend. One, I found out that, uh, that volume two of, uh, of, uh, Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games came out. I had no clue it was even anywhere near coming out, but yep, it's out. And so I went to Barnes and Noble to so just look at it, look around or whatever, and I saw it. But when I got there, I found something else unexpected. I did not know it was coming anytime soon. Die Dark Volume Three <laughs> was out, and for me that that was very tough. It required a crap ton of willpower. To not walk out of there with both of those. Honestly, I walked out of there empty-handed, which is saying a lot for how stringent I'm trying to be with myself. On hey, no more, no more frivolous spending. You know, hey, maybe may, maybe maybe uh, Santa Claus or uh, Mrs. Claus, you know, might bring me uh, some sweet manga for Christmas. <laughs> but as far as like me, kind of. Spending and stuff right now, I had to unfortunately walk away. But like I said, it's like I found out about one, got there and found another one. I was like, oh my God. Um, and then I also discovered a whole other series. I'm trying to think, I think it's called 
what was it called? M-U... I think it's called like Mercia Lago. And that whole series was pretty much up on the uh uh it was just like on the shelf or whatever and this is a this is a Barnes and Nobles that I frequent pretty often so usually you know it's pretty easy for me to kind of spot new stuff or whatever especially when it's like a whole series of stuff they had like I think they had like volumes like seven to like 16 or something or whatever they had a lot of them and so I started looking at it or whatever and basically just quick synopsis on this or whatever um Mass murderers. Whoops. Man. Why won't you show me the full description? Okay. Mass murderers may not have much by way of career skills, but Kuroko Kuromi seems to have landed her dream job as a hit woman for the Tokyo police, a license to kill other killers. That's some serious job satisfaction right there. So yeah, so I saw that and I put a post on Twitter and several people whose opinions I really trust on stuff, whatever, uh, Panda, uh, my homie Bilal from a comedy house podcast. And I think it was, a uh, and mama loves manga. All three of them and a couple other people that was like, yeah, hey, that's some heat. And so I'm like, okay, I'm putting it on my radar as well. So, but, um, but yeah, so like I said, it was just, I went into the den of temptation this weekend and I walked out. So, <laughs> but anyway, so let, 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 let's, let's get back on, on track with these uh, announcements, whatever. So, uh, so let's see. Don't really care about most of this stuff. Uh, best fighting game gets to get strive. Best RPG tales of Arise. best action adventure, Metroid dread, best action game returnal. Uh, let's see, best ongoing game, Final Fantasy fourteen, Games for Impact, Life is Strange True Colors, I agree with that, very awesome. Um, best voice actor performance went to uh, Maggie Robertson for her role as Lady Dimitrescu from, uh, from Resident Evil Village. So that was very awesome, very dope seeing her win that. Uh, best score music, Near Rep- Replicant, Best Art Direction, uh, Deathloop, Best Narrative, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which hey, after after I just finished playing or whatever, I I, I don't know if I would say it's hundreds in my best, but I can definitely see the argument for it being the best, best game direction, game loop, and the big one, game of the year, went to It Takes Two. Now It Takes Two, that that's one I haven't played yet. I want to play. Um, maybe it might be a fun one. Maybe try to play with my wife. I don't know. Um. But yeah, but it takes two takes the crown for a twenty twenty one game of the year from at least from you know the game awards and stuff. So yeah, so shout out to it takes two. Now, as far as like some announcements, like I'm gonna run through some of the bigger ones. Uh, so we got to see some gameplay for the first time for uh for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Now. The gameplay I liked I liked what I saw. Um, you know, I, I have I'm pretty I feel very comfortable and confident and more than likely if if my money is right, hopefully getting to buy this day one whenever it comes out. Cause it's made by Rocksteady, which for those who might not know, made the Batman Arkham series. So Arkham uh Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. 
all three freaking awesome games. Um, if you have not played any of them, play them. They they are some of the best fluid hand to hand combat games. I that 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 fighting system that they made in the game, that combat system, still one of the best out there. Um, and, and like I said, this team made it or whatever. And honestly, now that I think about it, because because you get to control, you know, four different people with the uh, Captain Boomerang, King Shark, uh. Deadshot and Harley Quinn now in my brain just finishing Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever where you just controlled Star-Lord but you issued commands to the other Guardians or whatever I'm actually kind of more excited for this or whatever because I'm I'm kind of picturing you know uh, Guardians of the Galaxy vibe but with the Batman Arkham system whatever so to speak so so yeah so excited for that uh Star Wars Eclipse made by it's gonna be made by Quantic Dream which is the studio who made games like uh Heavy Rain Beyond Two Souls and uh uh shoot what is it uh Become Human ah shoot how can I forget uh Quantic Dream Games. What is it? Detroit Become Human. You see, I can't remember that part of it. Um, so yeah, so we'll see what that is. Um, there's a Wonder Woman game they got announced, and it's being and it's being produced by uh, Monolith, which are the people who made the Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor games. Now. Middle of uh, Shadow of Mordor. I never finished the Shadow of War, the sequel, but that first game, Shadow of Mordor, I freaking loved that game. That was like one of my favorite games that came out that year. I believe that was 2014. Um, so, and that's another one that had like super freaking awesome gameplay. So, knowing how their gameplay system works, that with the Wonder Woman game, sign me up. I'm all, I'm all in. Uh, they announced uh, Alan Wake 2. Uh, which is right now listed for 2023. But uh, I never really played, and well, I never played the first Alan Wake game. I always heard good stuff about it. But back then, it was a Xbox exclusive, didn't have an Xbox, but now it's on everything. But I also have a million Xboxes in my house now, thanks to my wife and kids. <laughs> so maybe I'll still check it out at some point. But, um, but yeah, but Alan Wake 2 is in production, um, which is 10 years after the first game which is pretty crazy. Um, and it's going to be uh, more in like a uh, survival horror genre. So yeah, very interested in checking that out. Um, I, I didn't see this announcement, but I'm seeing a list here, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which it is going to be uh, made by the people who brought, who did the uh, Friday the 13th game. So kind of like an asynchronous type of game where you have like one person as the killer and a bunch of people trying to survive and stuff. So yeah. Um, got to see first gameplay for uh, Hellblade 2 Senua, Sac Senua Saga which I really enjoyed the first game um, different really good game like if you ever played uh, Hellblade make, if you can have some good headphones on because that game is definitely meant to be played um, with headphones for you to kind of like experience the uh, psychosis and stuff that the main character goes through with all the different voices she's hearing from all directions and stuff so yeah uh, let's see, uh, they showed the first trailer for, for a new, uh, Halo TV series that's coming out on Paramount Plus next year. Uh, so, go ahead and do the, the double Sonic header. So, 
we got to see the first trailer for uh, for the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. And it looks freaking fun. Uh, I really enjoyed that first movie. If you have not seen that first Sonic the Hedgehog movie, go watch it. It is super awesome. Um, both just to, if you just want to watch it yourself as an adult or if you have kids. Fun for everybody, the whole family. Uh, I watched it with my kids and stuff. We all equally enjoyed it. And they're very excited for this one so excited for that um and it was very cool we finally got to see uh knuckles and uh idris elba who's voicing knuckles uh show up in the trailer in, in one of one of the most badass ways <laughs> where sonic goes to spin at him and he just kind of you know uh stops him whatever basically uh but it, it was just a really dope scene scene or whatever so excited for that that's coming out uh, april of next year uh, and we also got to see the first, uh, trailer for Sonic Frontiers, which is a open world Sonic game. <laughs> and when I say open world, like the way they showed the trailer and the environment of whatever, it's like they're trying to do like a Sonic version of Breath of the Wild. Cause they showed Sonic go up on the cliff look across this giant land and it was painted across all these different environments and stuff, whatever. So interesting to see how that's going to go. Um, it's just for fall of next year. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, let's see. I don't really care about, uh, among us coming to VR. Don't care. My kids play. I don't really care about it. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Um, not saying too much else. I don't hear. Uh, they finally gave a date for the new uh, Cuphead DLC. They got it listed for June 30th. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, called uh, Cuphead DLC called uh, The Delicious Last Course. Um, actually, I still actually still need to play that myself. I never actually played it myself. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's it. Um, I'll, I guess I'll give like a quick little shout out to uh, to uh, to that. Uh, trailer and stuff for that uh for that warhammer 2 game i've never played any of that series but that trailer and that gameplay looked really dope um and they have uh what's his name a uh, clive who the he he's the actor that played uh rollo in the vikings uh live action series so um so yeah so that was just really dope but um but yeah so that that's it pretty much for the game awards announcements um only other like piece of news I just want to just shout out or whatever they put out the cover for volume 13 which is the final volume for no guns no life uh, let me see real quick so yeah so really really uh dope looking cover there um, for the final volume of the series now no guns no life I've talked about it before um, but th this is one I really enjoyed both seasons of the anime. Don't hardly hear anybody really ever talk about this series in general. But, um, but yeah, but I'm very excited for this. Like I said, I'm, I'm I might end up just jumping over and just like reading the the manga now that it's over. Um, just because I don't know when and if we might get more of the anime. And I know so this is what volume thirteen. And I think the, the anime barely, I think it might have got to maybe like cover up to like volume seven or something like that. Uh, I know for sure it was under, it was under, you know, still in the single digits or whatever. So, so there's still plenty more for me to, uh, to see and to experience with this series. But, um, but yeah, 
So no guns, no life. Shout out to them, like I said, and and that coming to uh coming to an end. But uh, yeah, so all right. Uh, and last little thing, I just shout out or whatever because I'm not gonna talk it to talk about it too much in depth. But I just want to shout out uh, Craig of the Creek. Uh, they put the episodes of the series up on uh, HBO Max finally. So all three seasons, um, not every single episode or not fully current. There's been like a few episodes that's come out uh, recently, whatever. Those aren't on there, but everything through the uh, the Capture the Flag arc. Um, and Craig, Craig of the Creek, y'all have heard me talk about it before, but it is a super awesome series, um, one that, you know, it is kind of it is kind of like a nice comfort series, not only for me to watch, but for me to also watch with with my kids, um, especially Vash. He loves it. Um, loves hearing the little uh, intro theme music or whatever playing. But um, but yeah, but Craig of the Creek is a very awesome series, and I am just uh, very excited to uh, to you know continue to watch it. So go go check out Craig of the Creek. So I'm trying to think where to go from here. Uh, Cause you know what we'll, we'll just kind of just talk through this and just kind of see where where it takes us. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, like like I mentioned earlier, uh, a lot of stuff that I played, read, watched this week just all kind of coincidentally kind of rolled around or kind of ended up centering around what I'm calling kind of like a central theme of like how far will you go for your creativity and your family and friends um and of course with the creativity side that's you know that's kind of more so with like a a blue period uh and which I definitely got to talk about that in a minute but also watch this movie on Netflix called The Unforgiving uh and just current stuff that's going on in the My Hero Academia manga, Dr. Stone manga, as well as uh, this manga volume I read called uh, Frerin Beyond Journey's End. So, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into in-depth on a lot of these, but uh, but starting off with... I'm trying to think where to even begin, to be honest, man, because it just... It all kind of interweaves and stuff so far together, but I guess I'll kind of start with Blue Period. So Blue Period, um, and once again, you know, this is the anime that's about characters kind of basically like finding their way with their art and their basically just like just like their creative crafts. And so even though I'm not a traditional artist myself i've talked about before how this series if 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 you're a content creator like me whether you're making youtube videos podcasts just anything creatively that you're doing i definitely just super recommend checking out blue period um actually right right before i did right before i hopped on the podcast um i hopped in a Twitter space with one of my friends. Shout out to Mama Cam, aka <laughs> Cam with the Yams. Uh, she she did she did a little uh, a Twitter space where everybody you know everybody just kind of just vibing and just talking about different anime that we've gotten to 
watch and stuff, whatever. And we kind of were shouting out maybe some some anime that we felt like kind of like went under the radar a little bit or has been going under the radar. And obviously, you know, obviously we just talked about Ranking of Kings and Odd Taxi and series like that, uh, To Your Eternity, Vivi, so on and so forth. Um, I had mentioned Blue Period. And so... Something happened on on this week's episode of Blue Period to where basically uh, our MC, and forgive me, I can't ever remember his name. Uh, Man, how can I never remember (laughs) that this, this... this young lad's name, um, Yaguchi, Yatora Yaguchi. So basically, you know, they're, they're kind of going through the second phase of, of their exam, or they're getting ready to go into the second phase of their exams. And so, of course, they don't have to do a bunch of practice and stuff. But along the way, um, his friend Ryuji they end up reaching out to basically so so their friends so Ryuji during during the exam just for for the first exam or whatever on 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 their canvas or whatever they they just drew a giant x and walked out pretty much just deciding to just give up on their on their dream of being an artist and so, you know, they start working, you know, side jobs and doing different stuff, whatever. And they end up reaching out to Yaguchi. Basically, it's basically a cry for help, more or less, because cause, cause Yaguchi or uh, uh, Ryuji, a.k.a. Uh, Yuka, is kind of going through multiple transitions and stuff to where, you know, their family isn't, or primarily their mother and father isn't really being open or accepting to them kind of changing how they dress, how they act, different things like that. Um, but they have full support of their grandmother, which is so sweet. She is such a sweet person. But, you know, Ryuji throughout the episode has, you know, was reaching out to, to Yaguchi about stuff. And there comes a moment where it's late at night. Ryuji calls, uh, calls a uh, Yaguchi, and basically, basically just pulls the thing of like, "Hey, where you at? Can you come over, or can you come meet me?" And Yaguchi was like, "Ah, it's late. It's a school night type of thing. Like, ah, I gotta be up early in the morning for school." And Ryuji was just like. Yeah, that that yeah. You basically you are the model student, basically saying like yeah that that's what I expected you to say. And then Ryuji basically kind of gave a couple of hard hitting quotes that that I kind of just want to read off. The first one, like I said, it kind of just like kind of got my brain running, like really got me started connecting the dots to a lot of stuff I've been seeing and experiencing recently in a lot of like the shows I've been reading, watching games I've been playing and stuff. But first one was if someone is drowning, you'd bring a lifesaver, 
but you never jump into the sea yourself. And then the second one was, if someone is crying naked, you'd give them clothes and listen to them, but you'd never take your clothes off. And so both of these basically really hit because in a sense, it's basically like, like, yes, you would come and offer, you know, you would help, but you also wouldn't fully step into the shoes of the person that you are trying to help to see why they are in their situation and trying to get that perspective of it. Cause like, cause yes, yes. Yeah. We can help people or whatever. Like, Oh, Hey, you know, oh, Hey, you're homeless, you're hungry or whatever. Here's a few dollars or whatever. But you know, you might not go to actual step to actually, okay, what's going on? How further can I help you? Hey, let me take you, go get, get something to eat or just, just different stuff like that, you know, and, and, and that really hit um because because you know and it kind of really like hearing that really made you gucci like it, it just kept eating at him the whole next couple of days or whatever which he was you know un, like he was like mentally torn because he is preparing for this big next phase of this exam but you know he is also has this friend who he knows something something's not right something's going on but and, and and he can't focus on doing more in the arts because he is concerned and worried about his friend and so yeah so so just, just overall like the episode was just it, it was just so good like i said from 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 the grandmother being there and supporting ryuji to yaguchi basically taking those steps of trying to better understand what his friend is going through from their perspective. Um, and, and, and I feel like, you know, that's something that I feel like a lot of us, myself included, I can definitely do, you know, way better at, um, you know, cause, cause, you know, cause sometimes, you know, my kids might say stuff, whatever, and I might immediately respond a certain way or pop off with this and that. But then it's like, okay, I take a second. Like, okay, hey, let's slow down. Explain to me what's going on, what's happening. And trying to, you know, see things from their perspective of like, okay, this is why X, Y, Z happened. Or this is how things played out the way they did. You know, like I said, just taking that moment to like really just understand and get to know a person. Um, and, you know, kind of, kind of sticking along with that vibe, uh, with, with the Guardians of the Galaxy game. So th this game, you know, and I still might touch on Blue Period a little bit here as well. So my time says might be a little weird today, but we'll just see how this kind of goes. I just, I just want to just talk. Uh, so, so with, with Guardians of the Galaxy. So one, one thing about this game I, I did not expect was how much, you know, of course, of course, we all know with the Guardians, it's all about the characters. But and we all know that a lot that all these characters have gone through a lot of different stuff. But I did not expect for us to deep dive into a lot of these traumas and pains and coming to accept different situations, or whatever that they went into depth with in this game. Cause like, cause like, you know, you're, you're 
helping Drax come to terms of, you know, him, you know, constantly or forever still mourning the loss of his wife and child. And there's like, there's like a slight phase of the game where y'all actually have to go into his brain and basically convince him to basically like, hey man, what you're seeing, what you're experiencing, this is not real. You know, your family is gone. You know, you, you have to let them go. You know, and it's like, hey, you know, me and the other guardians, we're, we're here for you to help you and to help support you. And, and, and one thing I liked about, like, with missions like that, it kind of in a ways, not, not as big and grandiose, but it kind of reminds me a bit of, uh, for anybody that's played Mass Effect 2, the loyalty missions that you get to do with all the different uh, crew members. That, that was one thing I super loved about that game was just getting to do different missions and objectives and just different story stuff. That which a lot of it is completely optional because hey, you know what? Hey, I, I have my two crewmates that I really love, I don't care about the rest, but you can literally go through and just strengthen the bond of every single person on your crew and get to find out more about their backstory, who they are, why they do what they do, you know, what troubles they're going through, and that is kind of what you get to go through in Guardians of the Galaxy of just kind of, you know coming to grips and understanding and just the 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 links these all these characters will go through for each other as well as for their personal stuff that they're doing like i said with drax and you know the the links he was going to to try to keep his illusion of his family and stuff going to gamora dealing with some trauma of, of, of something that she had to do, you know, in regards to, cause, cause heck they, they, they even talk about, you know, Gamora when, uh, what's her name? Uh, when Mantis comes into the game and just how she is, how at one point she kind of had to go on the journey of, of basically like therapy in a sense, whatever, like trying to figure out, you know, coming to terms with, with something something very major that she had to do. You know, I'm trying not to spoil everything about all this different stuff. But 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 yeah, but just something very major she had to do. Uh same thing with Rocket. Dealing with, you know, finding out more about the experiences that he went through. Cause cause we all or me as somebody who only stuff I know about the Guardians is the stuff that I've learned from the MCU movies. But I know enough from that of knowing that Rocket was experimented on heavily a lot. And, you know, that's kind of why, for one, how he's a freaking talking animal, but why he is also so closed off from a lot of people. And, you know, why he has certain fears and stuff like they get into, like, why he's afraid of water. At first, you know, I, I, I liked how in the game, it you know it definitely had its very serious moments, but they also interweaved the comedy and the camaraderie of all the characters in so well, to where it kind of helped ease you into some of these tougher subjects and stuff. But um, but yeah, but 
you know, Guardians, like I said, just just really surprised me. Like I said, just just how in depth it went into, like I said, and just seeing how far the characters would go for each other as well as for their own personal beliefs and families and things of that nature. Um so yeah, so that that, that was Guardians was was super good, super good. Um next one I kinda wanna touch on a bit uh I, I, I guess I'll, I'll briefly touch on Ranking of Kings a little bit. Um, so this this episode, with this episode of Ranking of Kings, like I said, just kind of sticking on the theme, whatever, you know, and, and I feel I feel like this whole series as a whole has really, when you kind of think of like, like what a person would go through for both their creativity as well as their family, we have seen on both sides of the coin how far King Bose will go for himself in some very selfish ways and then also how far he will go for his family and how far uh, Queen Hilda will go for her kids and stuff. Um, you know, and, and yeah, it, th- th- this whole episode honestly just was just really a true, another just like really great example of just of just this whole theme of like how far will a person go um because because that one scene later in the episode where uh i can't remember his name but basically the the shield of the four uh guardians or whatever of of king bose's army or whatever the one that was tasked with protecting the queen just like how far he went to protect her and things of that nature so yeah oh uh, and, and last thing I kind of like said for at least core for this, whatever, like last show series or whatever, I'm kind of going to touch on whatever. So, so th- this movie, The Unforgivable. Now, let me kind of look at this, uh, this cast list real quick. The Unforgivable. Now, th- this is something that honestly I just saw float across my timeline because of Miss Viola Davis is in the movie. She, she doesn't play like a really big role. But she is in it enough for me. Uh, but because uh, I follow her on Twitter and she had retweeted uh, like a clip or a trailer or something for this movie or whatever. And honestly, I didn't, I didn't have to watch the trailer. I was like, oh, OK. Viola Davis is in it. Sure. <laughs> I'll watch it. Um, that as well as like, I was like, like reading through like some uh, like like uh, people's impressions and stuff of the movie or whatever over the over right after I saw that or whatever. And it was pretty positive. So, uh, so, so, so the, 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 the core cast is, uh, the main character is, uh, Sandra Bullock. Uh, John Bernthal is in it. Viola Davis. Uh, Vincent, uh, D'Onfrio. Um, and, and some other people, whatever, but that's kind of like, kind of like some of like our main core cast. And so basically this series or this movie, like really, there's probably along with Boot Period, it's kind of like kind of like the, well, and Guardians too. But basically, this this movie is another true example of how far a person will go in this sense for their family, because uh, because basically the 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 core crux of the movie is that uh, Sandra Bullock's character, uh, because of some incident that happened that we kind of get like flashbacks to throughout the whole movie or whatever and then like a big big reveal at the end but 
basically it is framed in a way of she went to jail for 20 years uh, for killing a police officer, uh, which that's not the full story, but you know, that is just how things are with that. And so the core of the movie is basically her coming out of prison and trying to take those steps of like reintegrating into society, but not only having the weight of of a police officer's death on her shoulders, but also the weight of not knowing what happened to her younger sister. Now, throughout most of the, like early in the movie, whatever, I thought it was her daughter, but find out later on, no, it's her. It was actually her younger sister, um, who at the time of the incident. So, so like I said, she did twenty years in prison. At the time of the incident or whatever, the younger sister was like five. So, of course, you know, she's 25 now in the present day or whatever. But throughout the movie, like I said, it's just really just like said, just like her trying to find her place in this world. And, and you know, all, all the messiness that comes with this type of situation of, you know, you have the 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 adult kids now of the officer that, you know, that that was killed in the situation. Now they're looking at her a certain way because, oh, we heard she got out and they're not knowing the full story, of course, because, hey, once again, they were also kids when all this stuff was going on or whatever. But them obviously like blaming her for them not having their dad around anymore. So they're going to some extreme lengths of some stuff they're trying to do to try to get her. And she's also trying to figure out and find a way to find out like what happened to her sister. Because, of course, so so she, uh, Sandra Bullock, she was the last family member of her sister because you know, I think, I think the, the mother died during childbirth. The father passed away. Um, and then for majority of the years, it was just her raising her younger sister in, in their family home, um, until this incident happened. And then she went to jail for 20 years and her younger sister was thrown into the foster care system. And throughout all that or whatever, you know, there was basically kind of like a, a, a order place to where she can't be within a certain, uh, radius of the family and all this stuff, whatever. But, uh, but you know, and, and and I'll just say spoiler spoiler for for this part of the movie because I have to talk about this just for 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 the point of the conversation. But so spoiler, it is revealed towards the end of Unforgivable because because so there's a moment where where uh, Sandra Bullock she's uh, basically she has a moment where she is able to potentially get to go meet her. Or get to finally get to reunite, at least just see her sister, and so she ends up. And this is where Viola Davis comes into play because her husband, Viola Davis's husband, works for like a law firm, and so, and they are living in the home that Sandra Bullock uh, lived in with her family, and that the incident, and all this stuff happened in or whatever. So that's how they're kind of all tied together. So anywho. 
she goes back to that house, whatever, looking for the husband because she needs to find out basically just some legal information like, hey, can I go to this thing? Yada, yada, yada. And the only thing that Viola Davis knew, her character knows, is that she found out later on that, oh, this woman that pops up at our house randomly, whatever, a few days ago is a convicted murderer, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, at first Viola doesn't want to hear it. She's like, no, get, get away from my house, get away from my family, be gone. And then uh, Sandra has a moment where she start, basically starts to break down and she starts to mumble. She was just a kid. It was, it's not her fault. She was just a kid. And then Viola Davis is like, what is she talking about? And then basically that's where we got the reveal. Once again, spoilers, that the younger sister is the one that shot the cop. So basically they were coming to try to like, uh, I guess evict them from the house or whatever. Cause I don't, maybe they weren't able to pay or whatever. Cause like I said, they, they were young. Like I said, it was just that this, you know, young woman trying to raise her five-year-old sister with no other family, no other help. And so basically they were moving in on the house to try to, you know, get them out or whatever. Well, in the commotion, while Sandra is on the phone with the cops looking out the window, the younger sister heard somebody who was the, who was the head chief cop coming in a different way in the house. There was a shotgun or whatever nearby. Little girl grabs the gun, just going by what she just knows, whatever, or what she thinks is right. And she, oh, hey, she's trying to protect her home. She ends up killing the cop. And then, of course, you know, the, the recoil from the gun knocks her out. And so throughout the movie, that's why you're kind of seeing these scenes to where she has like bits and pieces of memories from back then. Plus she was five, you know, but she has like bits and pieces of some memories from back around that time, but she doesn't know everything. And that's because of the situation, the trauma of it all. And so this was definitely like a really crazy example of, of how far a person will go for their family. The fact that Sandra did 20 years in prison and is taking on the, the, the heavy weight of being called a, a cop killer basically and having this murder put on her shoulders to protect her young sister so that she can have a normal life and different opportunities and stuff, whatever like that. It is just, wow. You know, um, I, I, I do wish that, you know, like that, that we kind of would have gotten a chance for, for the sons of the cop to find out the truth. I'm pretty sure they probably did eventually, but I would have liked for them to kind of touch on that in the movie itself. But, uh, but yeah, but man, like, like I said, like it, it just, it, it just, like I said, just like really hit. Just like man, she really did twenty years, um, and probably would have been longer. But I think she got out like like on uh, good behavior or whatever. But it, it is just you know once again just all these different series. Like I said, uh, Blue Period, Guardians of the Galaxy game, the Unforgivable movie, Ranking of Kings. Um, they all just like really, just like make you think like man. Like, like, how far will I go to, you know, how far will I go for 
what I want to do and accomplish with this podcast, with my content. How far will I go, you know, for a friend in need? How far will I go to ensure the safety and well-being of my family? And, you know, and like I said, just just learning, like I said, how far you'll go as well as like learning when to kind of like accept certain things, you know, because like I said, like dealing with guardians and helping those characters kind of uh, work through their traumas and and deal and accept, you know, the the reality of of the situation and stuff, you know, Uh and, and and with that being said, I kind of I want to you know, like I said, just just bring this into the conversation a little bit real quick as well. Uh, Freren Beyond Journeys in manga. So this series, more or less, it, it is in the aftermath of of a uh, party of heroes who have just destroyed, have who have just defeated the, the the demon lord or whatever, and the world is safe. Let's rejoice. But it basically talks or basically deals with what comes afterwards because two of the characters, they're normal humans. I believe one guy, I believe he's a dwarf. And then the main character, Freren, she is a uh, a elf. And, you know, elves, uh, dwarves live for a long time, too, but elves live for thousands of years. And so this series kind of deals with or or at least like from from this first volume kind of really starts to touch on all these different aspects of uh, all these different aspects of what I'm talking about with how far a person will go for others as well as learning to process and deal with you know those losses and friendships that have gone or that are no longer here or whatever um just because because with her being an elf you know her perception of time is way beyond you know those those of a normal human because because you know there's there was like an event that happened like oh this only happens once every 50 years she's like whatever i ain't tripping oh i missed it and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll come back here in 50 years and see the next event or whatever. And everybody else is like, man, we might not be here for the next 50 years. And so, and so, yeah, so like I said, this is just her kind of, like I said, just kind of coming to terms with basically outliving a, a, a lot of those characters because, like I said, it, it does multiple time skips. So, oh, 20 years have passed, 40 years, whatever. And she goes back, you know, certain characters of aged up, gotten older, or have passed away or whatever. And, you know, her kind of sometimes either going to great lengths, either for them while they're still here, or going to great lengths to honor their memory. You know, of like, oh, this is something that that person said that they always wanted to do, see, experience, whatever. Well, I didn't take it serious, or I didn't... I really didn't care back then. Well, now that they're no longer here, I want to honor my friend and, you know, or, or try to, you know, do the thing they want to do and just see how that makes me feel. And so, so yeah, but like I said, I'm not going to touch on that too much or whatever, but, um, but yeah, but you know, and 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you know. There's like tons of other series and examples and stuff. So you know, cause heck, I'm not gonna go into it too much with it. But freaking uh, Tokyo Revengers, you know the 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 <laughs> the wild extents that Takamichi goes to to try to save his friends and all in all these different situations and stuff, whatever. And you know, some he's successful in saving, but some he's not. But, but, you know, but he is a prime example of, man, how far a person can go, you know, for, 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 for their beliefs, for their friendships. Uh, and yeah, I I really don't know, don't have too much more specific to say all those different subjects and stuff. So, but, you know, like I said, aside from, you know, go check out the Unforgivable movie, um, go watch Blue Period. Go play Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, and like I said, just, just know, kind of like I said, just going in, you know. Of, of course, like Unforgivable is a little bit more heavy throughout the whole movie. Or kind of like like a consistent tone more or less throughout the whole movie. Like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy, they pepper in lots of good uh, or, or lots of great uh, character moments and laughs and comedy and stuff to help you know, ease you into those more serious moments and stuff, whatever. But I, I still, I still really, really enjoy that game. Um, look forward to probably talking about it more soon. Um, and like I said, just blue period, just once again, just like really, really just making me think, you know, um, of, 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 you know, how, how I handle things as a, as a content creator, as well as just, just kind of just like to just just really just reflecting on a lot of real life stuff you know just like to just, just to be honest um but yeah but yeah I, th- I think that might do it for for that subject um let me see I'm trying to think uh I'll, I'll touch on these couple of things just just super quick whatever but um but yeah, I, I hope y'all enjoy that topic um like I said just something a little bit different or whatever well, like I said, just kind of the way the stars aligned this week with with those uh, with those uh, different things, just kind of having some some connective threads, and so yeah. So real quick, so touch on I'm gonna just touch on a couple of uh, quick uh, manga things. Not not gonna dive into too much stuff, whatever this week. Like I said, I'm just kind of. Like I said, just kind of weird headspace, whatever. But like I said, just want to still, just kind of just talk, whatever. So, so my hero academia. Let's see, this was chapter uh, three thirty seven. So, you know, and and, I, and I'll make this kind of quick too, bro, because 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 basically th- this chapter was more or less just kind of continuing with the you know dealing with the aftermath of of. You know the reveal of Aoyama being the traitor, and things of that nature, and throughout all this or whatever, you know, so we kind of get a little bit more clarification as far as like, like, like the different big moments, you know, where he leaked that information and things of that nature. But you know, Deku still pulling through, showing his heart of a hero, and not giving up on his friend, his classmate, being like, "Hey, man." I know this is not all you. You are not a pure villain. Because if you were, then, you know, you wouldn't have tried to talk to me 
you know, back during certain events or different things, whatever. And throughout all this, whatever, when he tries to shoot his laser at Deku, whatever, Invisible Girl deflects it. And when she deflects it, we finally get to see a a look, a glimpse of what her face instead looks like, whatever. She she looks really freaking cute, really adorable. But you know, but you know, she she is also there pleading along with Deku and stuff of like, hey, like, you know, well, what is going on? What is in your mind? What are you thinking about? You know, I I know that this isn't you know, this isn't all on you. You know, so uh, so that that was just like just really cool, just getting to see her finally revealed, um, and then you know we kind of go to him. You know, like I said, like they turned him and the, the parents over to the authorities and stuff, and so that's like so that's when Deku kind of reaches out to him as you know the teachers and stuff are all might and the police and stuff are talking to Aoyama and his parents and stuff. And right now it seems like he's not gonna blow up. <laughs> Like like I like to kind of showed a little bit of my concern for last week, but um, but yeah, so that that that's it for my hero. Uh, let me see. I think I wanted to touch on a little bit with uh, with a uh, Doctor Stone manga chapter two twenty two, which this one, what was it called? A uh, Science Road. So this chapter. It was kind of like a a look back culmination of so much from across the whole series because cause basically because this chapter pretty much they've they finished making the spacesuits the spaceship itself is pretty much good to go and they just end up going on a, on a uh, invention spree because basically with them being able to com- to create a freaking spaceship <laughs> anything else is pretty much trivial at this point so. Pretty much, they're like, hey, before we head off, any requests y'all got for stuff, whatever. And people was just tossing out all types of stuff, whatever. People was like, oh, a washing machine, a video camera, a microwave, a jacuzzi. Um, somebody asked for a PS5. <laughs> it, it was just super awesome, super cute. Just just seeing, you know, like I said, just all the characters just requesting stuff. Um, and, and they did go through and make a lot. They made... They made the microwave. They made the jacuzzi. They made uh, saran, basically saran wrap. <laughs> uh, they made a washing machine. They made a video camera. And for uh, for a Taiju, they made a freaking uh, cell phone with a touchscreen. Of course, he had a freaking gigantic power uh, computer thing that he has to turn around with him. But he's actually able to have like the screen and stuff in his hand, which is just, just very funny. But... Uh, but yeah, like they they do a creation spree, and yeah, we we are pretty much set and ready to head towards the moon, which is a uh, very exciting, and I'm very curious to see like where things are gonna go from here. Um, but yeah, the 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 moon mission um, is is finally upon us. Uh, yeah, cause moon rocket complete is how the chapter ends. So let me see. Uh. Uh, just just quick. Also, quick shout out to a uh, spy family. Uh, manga chapters uh fifty six and fifty seven, because apparently I missed a chapter. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm 
typing this up. Um, so the, the, these chapters were basically was just kind of just like like we are now in the aftermath of the cruise arc, or whatever, and so now the family is back together. And the first chapter was kind of them just having a family day out, a family to, family uh day together for the first time in a long time with you know your uh twilight and uh anya and so uh so yeah so they they do all types of like fun little family activities they uh go horseback riding exploring some caves swinging building sand castles a little petting zoo so much fun stuff for freaking scuba diving uh surfing it, it was just boatloads of fun and it, it was just so sweet so wholesome just seeing this family together again um like i said just just another just awesome reminder of like man this is why i love this series um and then with chapter 57 it was just so funny just seeing because because now you know anya's gone anya goes back to school that chapter and so of course everybody's talking about like like what all they did over the break and of course she's like ah oh, i went on this fancy ship and yada 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 and then everybody's just like, oh, I went here, I went there, I got to meet this famous person, yada, yada, yada. And so she tries to talk about how, oh, well, well, we had to deal with, with some 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 notorious villains snuck on the ship and she was trying to name them or whatever. And people are like, who? <laughs> I've never even heard of this person. And then, you know, her friend is talking about this celebrity that she got to meet or whatever. So Anya starts getting jealous and so she just starts making up all these ridiculous stories and stuff, whatever, um, which is just, just, just funny all around. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, just, just super sweet stuff with, uh, with, the uh, spy family. Uh, so I think last month I kind of want to touch on, um, and honestly, this kind of, honestly kind of wraps up as well with the whole, how far will a person go with stuff? Cause so Kaiju number eight, chapter 52, uh, which, you know, once again, shouts out to my volume of Kaiju number eight, volume one I picked up last week. Um, yeah, va, va, or chapter 52. So, man, so pretty, pretty much it is confirmed. Our fears, the director, he did not take out, uh, number nine. Um, unfortunately, number nine took over his body as like a new kind of like a host body. And so then we ended up having a uh, Kafka, a.k.a. Kaiju number eight. And then the first division captain ended up having to do trying to do a tag team fight against him. Um, just because, you know, because obviously they're, they're like, man, like, like, like we can't let you go with our master, our pro, our mentor, our director's body like that. And so they end up tagging, tag teaming or whatever. Um, and and it is just like a super, super dope fight, to, to say the least. Um, and even when uh when his daughter, uh, Kikoru, hops in and tries to, you know, deal a devastating blow, of course, Kaiju number nine, obviously going to play dirty. And he ends up showing her father's face. And saying, you're this man's daughter, huh? And it kind of like stuns her for a moment. And uh, yeah, so 
But yeah, but it looks like freaking the director is is no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, but you know, the uh, the squad they are they're trying to hold him in place to try to to try to take him out. Don't know how this is gonna go. More, more than likely, you know, he's probably gonna make his escape, or whatever. But um, but yeah, but Kaiju number eight continues to be real good, real solid. Um, let me see. I think that's it, cause cause I I have so much stuff I still haven't even read this week. Uh, I'm I'm like, shoot, I think I'm one, two, three. I'm thinking I'm like four chapters behind in in My Hero Vigilantes. I am several chapters behind in uh in Dandadan, cause somebody had asked if anybody was reading it or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I was, but you know, I just kind of just just fell behind schedule on it. Um, and, and I need to get on it or whatever, but um. Yeah, I think I'm like three to five chapters behind on Dan because they're on what chapter thirty six. Shoot, it might be more than that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I need to catch up on that. I need to catch up on solo leveling again. Um, I'll I'll kind I'll go ahead and just tease this or whatever. Um, I I have started reading lightly, very lightly. Uh, I started reading the Fire Force manga. Um, and what I've discovered is that apparently I did not finish the end of season two because I ended up, uh, looking up where the manga starts off or where the manga continues from where season two ends. And so I went to that chapter. I think it was like chapter, I think it was like 174 or something like that or whatever. Um, and the manga is currently like on like two, something like 270. It, it it was more than a hundred chapters. Uh, Fire Force. Let me see real quick. Uh, oh man, okay, they they're on chapter two ninety five. So yeah, so so the manga is well over a hundred chapters past where the anime stopped at. But um, Benu. So yeah, so so the so the thing said like oh it's you no know, pick up from like chapter one seventy four. So I started reading 174 and I'm like, I feel like I'm missing some context or some stuff. So I started, so I met, so I went back like a chapter, still didn't feel right. So I was, I was like, let me go back 10 chapters. So then I started seeing some stuff that I loosely remember from the anime and then, you know, kept on reading forward and I'm like, and then, then I went and looked at the, the season two thumbnails or whatever and something that I had just read or whatever was in the last episode, and I'm like, whoa, okay, somehow I completely got off the rails or or missed, <laughs> you know, the end of season two, so I definitely need to go back and rectify that very soon, um, but, but yeah, but yeah, I started watching or started reading, um, Fire Force, uh, like I said, I am still, I, I started a little bit of, uh, uh, Sweat and Soap Volume 2 a little bit over the weekend, you know, I'm still chipping away at Call of the Night Volume 3 manga. And, of course, definitely want to dive into a Saturn Apartments soon and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, i trying to think what else. Uh, I, I did start watching, uh, what's his name, uh, Kaiji Gambler. Kaiji...
Let me see what's the actual name. Uh, yeah, Kaiji Gambling Apocalypse or whatever. Um, so I started watching, watched the first few episodes of that or whatever. Eh, it's okay so far. You know, I'm definitely not in deep enough to like have like super strong opinions on it or whatever. But yeah, but you know, um, I feel like I don't have like too much else to say today or whatever. Like I said, sorry, apologies. You know, if this episode is kind of weird or a little unorthodox or whatever, but like I said, just kind of been, been like a weird last week or whatever, last several days for me and stuff. Um, so bear with me. Like I said, I hope you found something informational or, or entertaining or, or something to, you know, something for you to ponder and to think about at least um, from 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 uh, this podcast episode. But uh, yeah, I, I really feel like I'm just kind of just trying to find stuff to do, talk about it, whatever. Um, and I feel, feel like it's something else I'm missing that I was going to touch on, but it's not coming to mind. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I have a lot of stuff I need to catch up on, uh, reading and watching and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, shoot, man. I thought that <laughs> honestly, I, th- I think, I think I'm just a little bit mentally drained because like I said I have a lot of I have a lot on my plate um to 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 say the least um in 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 so many aspects so many facets uh you know um but um but yeah you know like I said I, I just have I, I I think I just really need to just take a step back and just kind of just tackle things just one step at a time because you know it's only, it's only so much that I can do you know for for certain situations and stuff whatever um without like over stressing overthinking and stuff whatever because because I I've told y'all before I think a lot and you know being a husband father of five it, it is just it is always a lot going on. Um, you know, it is, you know, learning how to navigate, <sighs> learning how to navigate just life in general is tough. Um, it's tough when you have a spouse or just somebody that this kind of, you know, you have to kind of like coordinate and stuff with and then it's even tougher on top of that you know, having mouths to feed, people to support, people that, de- that depend on you. Um, so it, it, it can sometimes be a lot on my shoulders. And no, honestly, it, it, it gets to me um, sometimes. And honestly, I probably could do better about being open and talking about it a bit more because I definitely, I, I am very bad about keeping stuff kind of closed off into myself a lot. I definitely need to break the habit. You know, I've, I've, you know, been trying to take steps here and there, you know, to try to like break those habits and stuff whatever. It's very tough, like especially, like I said, certain habits like that that I've just had for just so long over the years or whatever. But I, I just know, cause you know, cause you know, I, I know overall this, this last year has just been so much going on just so so much and you know I don't I don't need to you know uh 
belabor the point and just, you know, talk about things over and over and over. But, you know, it's like, it's like between, you know, the stuff with my sister, the stuff with my mom, you know, personal stuff I have going on here at the house, the kids, this, you know, now this work transition and everything. It, it is it is just a lot. So um, all, all, I, all I just ask is just, you know, everybody out there, you know, just just, just keep your boy and your thoughts. Um, send, send me all the positive vibes, you know, that, that I'll just kind of, that, that I'll make it through, you know, I'll push through and, and everything will work itself out. Everything will be fine. Like I said, I know it's just a lot of times it just, it takes time, takes patience. And also, you know, not being afraid to reach out to people, to friends, to family, to whoever, to talk, you know, and, you know, and, and I appreciate anybody that's still here listening to me doing this little ramble here at the end, you know, I appreciate you for sticking through this, whatever. And, you know, like I said, I know it might be a little weird, like, man, why is this dude talking so much? <laughs> um, and if, if this is your first time listening to the podcast or whatever, apologies, you know, like I said, for, for things being all over the place, but like I said, it is just, it, it is just the situation of the, the, of how I'm feeling right now. So, you know, but, but I am, you know, excited for for the potential of things to come like so I'm, I'm excited for these coming podcast episodes to finish out the year and then to start off next year as well as stuff even even further beyond you know because i already have been making my connections networking talking with people to get the ball rolling on stuff that is way out like months and months out um but you know like I said, I hope that, you know, y'all have been enjoying, you know, taking this, uh, this journey with me because yeah, it, it is, it can be tough, but we're going to make it through it. And so with that, <laughs> thank you for listening and for, and or watching another episode of Daddy's Talk podcast. Um, as always, you know, you can find all my work everything that I do the central hub for everything is at is uh, at dannysatalk.com and follow me on all my socials um, at dannysatalk on twitter and dannysatalk podcast on instagram and yeah make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on our streaming services make sure you are um, subscribed to the youtube channel and all that fun stuff. And like I said, just thank you as always for taking the time <laughs> to, uh, to 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 come check in on your boy and to uh, to give me a listen. You know, thank you for making me a part of your day, part of your week, part of your life. Um, you know, it, it is you know very much appreciated. Um, I, I thank you to everybody who is who supports me in all the many ways that y'all do. Whether it is y'all reaching out to me through DMs, commenting on my YouTube videos, or even just a simple just liking and just resharing the podcast on your Twitter, your Instagram, or who knows where else this is reached, <laughs> you know. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's all love. And yeah, well, we'll see where this journey takes us as we get ready to wrap up this year but i hope y'all have an awesome rest of your day rest of your week as always you know take care of yourselves i know i'm gonna 
to try to do better by taking care of myself. Make sure you're treating yourself to something nice. Read some manga, watch some anime and TV, play some video games, and just live your life. That's all I can ask for. Y'all have an awesome day. Love y'all. Peace.